Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of That 80s Child, The Generation Y. And my name is Gabrielle. Welcome to the season finale episode uh, of no, episode 10. And I figured I'd give it a nice round 10 instead of it being some random number. And, you know, I think this was a good time because I'm actually going to be start working on, like, finish up working on my other, like, mini series podcast that I was teasing a couple episodes back about the paranormal uh and it only will be a few uh, i'd say about four or five leading up to halloween and then i'll do it again come next year and if i plan on doing anything else in the interim i figured i'll, I'll pick this season the uh, series back up for that 80s child coming the new year i'm going to give myself some time off with the holidays coming up it gets a little crazy i'm also still doing school and uh, probably I'll have a couple of weeks off in December that I don't have to be doing school between fall quarter and winter quarter. So I'm going to give myself some chill time, but I'll still be doing my blog, like I said. And if you miss hearing from me, the blog is definitely where to go because I'll still be posting that at least twice a week, if not more, because I'm not going to be working on the podcast as much anymore. So since this is the season finale, I figured I'll do a little bit of a different um, choice of what to talk about instead of it being like a specific topic like music, uh, movies, fashion. I wanted to discuss a little bit about how we've changed over time. Now, granted, I can't speak for everybody, obviously. I can only speak for myself and how things have changed for me and how I've seen it change over time. So it'll, it'll kind of be a conglomeration of everything that I've discussed thus far and, and to how it's maybe affected our lives and who, who we are today. And, and like I said, it's, it's who I am today. So technically, you know, maybe you can pull something from that with your own life. But I know not everything that I say will ring true for you. So growing up in from 83 to 89 I was only six years old and I don't remember too too much about the dynamics of family life and finances and everything else that life and the economy and everything else that it encompassed at that time because I was too young to really be much of a somebody who actually was putting anything out for the for society Gauging from what I can remember, I know that it was, you know, my family is very family oriented. We would have, you know, Christmas parties. We would have a lot of people over for Thanksgiving and we would go trick or treating on Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving. If you went trick or treating on Thanksgiving, I wouldn't judge you because I love Halloween. So trick or treat all you want. Beyond that, um, <laughs> it was a fairly normal, as far as I know, life for me and comfortable I never had to be too concerned about what was going on we didn't we moved once from Southampton Pennsylvania to Hamilton New Jersey and life was definitely different from Southampton to Hamilton because we went from having a quarter of an acre to 10 acres and my dad wanted his big dream was to have a horse farm so that's what we had and we you know uh the way that everything was turning out when we got there was you know building the barn building things like you know my dad was in construction so I mean everything was 
he did or he brought people in that he knew and he's the one that designed it and made sure like it was the way that he wanted it to be. Life was definitely different um, between the two types of houses that we were in. But like I said, I was really young and I couldn't really tell you how much it might have affected me in the move, if at all. And the only thing that did affect me over the years, like I discussed in my other episode for Music and Bullies, was, you know, the dynamic at school. I really didn't have a very good school experience and it affected, it kind of rippled through the rest of my life and in, in all different corners. So take that into consideration when you're listening to this episode because how things have changed for me are definitely going to be tainted a little bit with how that affected me but I'm not going to make this like woe is me feel sorry for me and whoever might be listening that might have bullied me I hope you feel sorry but or that you you know maybe have some sort of regret that you did it but at the same time like that's not what I'm trying to get out here I find that the way I make friends is a lot different than when I was younger. And again, like I said, this it all it's a little tainted with the fact that I didn't have a lot of friends to begin with. I wasn't very um, charismatic. I was very to myself and shy, kind of. I wasn't necessarily shy. I was just more of um, just closed off for many different reasons. So... The way that people made friends back then is is that you would actually hang out, you would talk to them, you would have like like minded ways of thinking and like you like the same music, you like the same sports and so on and so forth. Now it's like when you're online it's the same thing, but it actually is like an online oriented type of friendship. But I also make majority of my friends through work now because that's pretty much the only place that I'm at consistently (laughs) because I have to be sometimes you do meet people who are very much like you or at least understand you to a degree that's where my I met my best friend through work and I have other people that I classify as friends that are from different work experiences because I wouldn't have met them in any other circumstance to be honest because either they're older than me, younger than me. I don't necessarily just go up to people. Like I said, majority of the stuff that I do is behind a computer. I feel more comfortable that way. And I feel like I can get what I need to say out rather than it being some sort of stammering ridiculousness because I can't actually come out with what it is that I want to say properly when I'm in front of people because Sometimes it takes me a little bit of time <laughs> to put it all together and it just doesn't come out that way. It just seems just so awkward. When I was younger, we would have phone calls with people, whether it be family, friends, or just some random stranger that might call you. No, not really. Uh, you would actually just get a phone call and you would be on the phone. And I, my friend that I had when I was in grade school I actually was on the phone with her for a few hours in the evening now even with my best friend I don't think I've I've talked to her maybe on the phone maybe twice and one of them was because I needed her help to come pick me up from the hospital when I was in the major car accident (laughs) so it wasn't actually like hey how's it going what are you doing it's like hey I need your help 
and I think I texted her first, actually, and then it was a phone call. So I very rarely actually talk to people on the phone anymore, not even at work. And I actually kind of stay away from that. I've, I've said even in my job interviews, I'm like, does this require phone conversations? A lot of them. I'm, I'm like, I sometimes I'll take a phone call if it's something to do with like something I logged in. But other than that, no, I'm not. I'm not doing phone calls. That I'm not. No, I'm not a customer service representative. I'm not doing that. So now it's text messaging, Snapchat. I don't do TikTok. I'll like look at TikTok, but I don't do. I don't put anything on there. And uh, like message, Facebook messaging or direct messaging through Instagram, like it's it's all through like a third party thing and you're not actually having a conversation other than, it's not even email anymore. Like I said in a previous thing, I really feel like email is becoming antiquated because even though if in work circumstances, email is a big thing, especially with like inner communication between you and your, your colleagues. Beyond that, it's just it's just messaging through social media or your own phone. So I found that to be a, a vast difference between talking on the phone or even like face-to-face conversation. And now it's just very like behind closed doors. Like you don't really have that social interaction of like a one-on-one thing anymore. Movies. I've noticed, or I've noticed, but I, I've known for a while now. But when we would go and see a movie in the, in the mid, early to mid-90s, you would see the movie, and then it would take, what, a few years for it to actually come out on uh, VHS tape for you to be able to see it again unless you saw it a few times in the movie theater. Now it's within, a, what, a month or two, a month, a couple of months, depending on how long it, it was actually out in the movie theater. And if it's a crap movie, the quicker it will be on DVD. And then, of course, because of COVID, we've seen a lot of things go directly to a streaming service whether or not you had to pay extra for it or it was just available because you already are paying for the streaming service which is understandable because nobody could actually go out so they had to get their money somehow I saw like so that's something that's big another thing is is the streaming services in general back in the day you would have um, your television shows and then that was really it. And if you wanted to watch a movie, you had to go out and purchase a movie or you would go out and rent a movie from like Blockbuster or Movies Unlimited. Now, they still have those renting, those, uh, the red box. I still see them. I don't know how, how much people are actually using them. I only used them once because I, can't, I think it was something that I had to do for school and I had to watch something. And I, out of my mom's like 300 to 400 DVDs, that was one movie that she didn't have. So I had to actually rent it because it wasn't something I necessarily wanted. And I can't even remember what, what it was. You know, we, we see things so much more immediate. And that's the other thing. Immediacy is just, I find it to be, it's great for certain things, especially when it comes to music for me because music does play a very integral role in my everyday life. So if there's a song that I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that one. Let me just, you know, Google that. And I because I have um, YouTube music, which is through Google. And I've had that service for a very long time. So sorry, iTunes. I just I, I'm I'm stuck with Google. OK, that I, I don't think I could really I don't think I could go without. I 
back in the day before it was illegal and then it was found to be illegal when we were downloading music was the only thing that kind of sufficed at the time because I'm like could go and just be like okay I want it I want this song and or before that you would be buying complete albums and you only like one song out of it because the rest of the album sucked so I do appreciate the immediacy of the music I even appreciate the immediacy of like some random strange show that I wanted to I want to watch that I could remember from a couple from like 20 years ago and maybe nobody else has heard of it but for some reason Hulu has it or Netflix has it so those things I definitely appreciate because the entertainment factor of it the immediacy yes however is that immediacy affecting us in other ways do we feel like as though that we're so much more impatient now, I was never a very patient person to begin with, so I can only imagine how I would be if this wasn't something that was available. Like, if I had to wait for things as much as we used to and we're continually having to wait, maybe I would be a little bit more patient and more understanding of that. Now, I, I people that work in customer service, I commend you because I see people and how they are taking this immediacy to a whole other level, and then you have those people who just like to complain I will never do that I'm not a horrible person when I like in my head I might be like this sucks I hate everything and it's your fault it's your fault it's your fault but I'm never going to be like that to the customer service person because it's not it isn't their fault so I wish more people were like that because I did work I worked at JCPenney and I worked at Babies R Us and I did have a f I didn't interact as much because I especially at Babies R Us because I worked at early morning crew because the least amount of people I had to interact with, the better. <laughs> so when I did actually have to be on the floor, there w I did have a few people who were just plain rude, and there was no reason for that. So I do think that it does affect us negatively over time because we expect things to be there, like yesterday, especially Amazon being able to give you things even the same day. I've ordered things that said it was going to come tomorrow and I got later on the same day. Now, yes, I pay for Prime because, yes, I hate paying shipping costs and it has paid for itself, especially when it it comes to, like, holidays and birthdays. I hate being that way where I'm like, where the hell is it? This should have been here. And I know I'm pretty much that person I hate deep down because... I, I want to be more patient. I want to be understanding of, of that. But just because everything else is, like, immediate, I expect 100% of everything else to be immediate. So I see that. That's I've seen that change so much. That was a, a, the biggest change that I've seen, the, the lack of patience that people have and how everything is becoming quicker and quicker and faster and faster. And I don't think it's doing us any favors. And we're not going to be that far off from <laughs> being those, the humans in WALL-E where you're just floating around on a chair being super fat and just drinking your food and having your screens right at your face. So it's, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, kn I know that, like, you know, it might be an extreme, but it's definitely something that could definitely happen, you know, if, if, you don't, if you're not careful. I'm almost there, so, you know.
I just need the floating chair. <laughs> Anyhow, the so even with our internet services, so like you have Comcast, which is like a monopoly anymore, and they decide to charge you an arm, leg, and a foot for something, and there's not very many other companies out there that can, you, you know, be better. You know, I know I've have had Comcast for a very long time, so, you know, you think they would do me favors. They don't. <laughs> uh, they don't care. So you're just a number and a price tag. So, again, with the immediacy, I remember dial-up, and like I said in my other previous uh, episodes where it's just like you could sit there, put a – you know, like a web page up and like wait probably about five hours for a either a picture and longer if it was a video. So now it's, you know, if if it takes more than a split second, you're like, oh, my God, is the Internet down? <laughs> and I am guilty of these all of these things. And it it I'm trying to be a little bit more like, OK, let me step back away from this and take some like a some a chill pill you know just take a chill pill and okay you know what I don't need this in five minutes I'll be cool if it's you know like Amazon now will give you benefits if you don't it's like no rush no rush do you know how many times I've I've done that the only times I've done that is for Christmas gifts if I order early enough but majority of the time I'm usually like right at that like deadline point where I'm like I need it now I'm sorry <laughs> there is a rush because I wait till the last minute for everything <laughs> I would say probably library time as well is a lot of different like how I get my information is so much different um, I would actually go to the library to search for things and or we would even have like the encyclopedia like the whole my dad had gotten a huge collection of encyclopedias that you would just that was how I would be writing my my papers out now I'm not saying that we should still have that I do like the fact that I don't have to go anywhere to do some like especially now going back to school and you have to do some researching it's great that they like I go to Drexel so they have their, all of their peer-reviewed journals and stuff all there online for me to be able to just grab and be like okay I need this this and this instead of having to search things out However, I do like the the ambience, the ambiance of a library. And I love books, just the actual physical book. And I prefer to read a book that way instead of it being a digital book. So anything that I get like for school especially unless it's so much cheaper as an ebook, which some of it is because some of them are very expensive, especially like my psychology books. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I just got an ebook for this one. It hurts me because it's a rented ebook. Like I don't even have that digital thing anymore. And I just paid how much money for this? It's not even mine. Uh, yeah. So, but I do, I do appreciate having the actual book in front of me. I like having that tangible feeling of having that to turn the page and like and just the smell of the book you know like a, a brand new book I have a lot of books I used to make fun of my mom that she had like a library full and when we moved um the second time and we actually like where I am now and we had um I got these really awesome like Ikea bookcase for free somebody was giving them away 
and I also got my mom like bookcases. Now, I got my mom four different like they were small like Walmart brand bookcases, but regardless, like I thought, okay, this should be enough, and even that wasn't enough. So I used to make fun of her and say, "You have way too many books." But my I was going through mine, and I don't even have enough room to fit the ones that I just found in a box when I was going through our storage stuff. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm, I can't make fun of mom anymore because I do have so much more. However, hers are more like she has more novels. I have more like books on writing, books on mysticism, books on um, hauntings and paranormal and crop circles and history. And, you know, it's all like just – like I don't even want to say encyclopedia it's it's just more of information purposes and I do have your I do have some novels but just it's just not as many as my mom I like to read about things I'm all about like learning more things that you know I I think I've learned more than I did when I was in grade school and high school to be honest but I digress I know fashion is like it changes constantly. I know the way I would I dress is fairly the same as what I would have dressed most of my life. It's you know pants and a t-shirt, jeans and a t-shirt, something in a t-shirt. It doesn't matter. It's just it involves a t-shirt or a sweatshirt at some point. I like comfort. Like I said in my fashionista, I am not, and I am not. I think the biggest thing is, and that's what I said in my, my most recent podcast for communication, is just the fact that we don't do a lot of face-to-face talking. And I hear more and more people say, like, they hate people. They hate having to converse with individuals. And I used to say the same thing. And I used to say that for years, like like I said, from school, because I hated everybody. And I hated that I had to deal with people because they made me feel awful. So why should I have to be in their presence if they make me feel awful? So I would find ways of not having to be with people. Unfortunately, when you go out into the real world and you have to actually get a job, you deal with people. It doesn't matter what you do for the most part unless you can find an at-home job that doesn't require you to actually converse with people. Then you have everybody's dream, apparently. But I think now... And I know this is going to be a shocker to those who might have listened to all my previous episodes and the people who know me. I don't think that I would be as as okay as I am now if I didn't force myself into conversing and being in the company of others. Because if I didn't do that, I would just... I don't think I would be existing right now because I would be so far in that misery made whole that I wouldn't find a way out. So being able to converse with those, good, bad, or otherwise, it doesn't matter if they are douchebags. It doesn't matter if they are far away from who you would want to hang out with. Just the fact that you are conversing with someone and you are you know, being polite and at least having some manner, I think it does people good, you know, just to have that little bit of interaction. Because believe me, I have, there are people that I hear, see, and chat with that are nobody that I would want to be outside of my work space than I would actually chat with because it's just like, you (laughs) no. I do believe in manners. I do believe in, um, 
you know, saying hello, saying goodbye, saying good morning, saying good night. If there, if that is something that I'm like, if I have a lot of people that are around me, I will definitely say that. But if there's nobody there, I'm not going to go out of my way to say it. So there's that. <laughs> I have noticed though, and especially in, in work, that there's nobody that actually, like if I was to go up to somebody and say, hey, um, Steve, can you help me with something? Now somebody will come up. They know my name. I know they know my name. They'll, hey. And I'm like sitting there and doing work, not paying attention to people who are going by. And I'm like, is that hey towards me? And I was taught that if you said hey to somebody, that was actually kind of rude. So like it's so odd when I hear it and people are like, hey. And I'm like, I don't know. Who are you talking to? (laughs) And I have a goddamn name. Maybe I'm just old-fashioned in that con- that sense because there are, there are people who are older that do it. So I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm like, you know, it's been done all these years and I just haven't done it. I, I still, when i at work, I don't say hey to people. I use their names. I'll be like, hey, Susan, I need such a, like, how's it going? You know, I don't say hey. I, can't, I just, I'm sorry. It's just rude to me. But everybody does it, so that's the thing. So that's a big, another big change that I've seen. Um, and like I said, and slang. Slang words that we used back in the day can actually be classified as a slur now. You have to be very, very careful with what you say, how you say it. There's, you know, it's people get very offended very easily. And that's why it was like another big thing. When I started to do this podcast, I was very concerned that if I would say something, because we all have our opinion. I was very concerned that if I said something, even if it was my opinion, it would it would be rubbing somebody the wrong way. But at the same time, this is my podcast. This is my opinion. And I will reiterate that, that we all are entitled to those opinions. But I would never, ever be disrespectful to individuals, like in any way. I don't want to, I'm not here for that. I'm here just to have a chat, to discuss some things that I've seen that's changed and, you know, reminisce over stuff that has happened over the last however many decades. I'd rather not be, you know, reminded of how many decades. I just, you know, wanted to have a little bit of fun and, and explore a different form of creativity instead of it just being all writing. It could also be a little bit more um, communicative. So this was about me growing as an individual because I would never ever in my right mind years ago record myself to send out to the masses. Whether or not masses are listening, there is that chance that masses could be listening. So I wanted to actually shed some of those walls that I put up around my being able to grow as an individual and I figured, okay, I'm going to do this. Why not? And... I think I've done okay so far and you know my opinions aren't really so opinionated that it's going to hurt people but I do see a lot of that that has changed where you see especially because of social media you post something somebody doesn't like it somebody's either going to post something in response or they're going to post something on their own page that you know is in response to your thing because it's like I can't believe such you know, this is how I think, and there are certain people, and it's like directly to, to you. So 
I try and stay away from that drama. I know quite a few people within my family and friends that are like that. And I am pretty neutral when it comes to posting with social media. It's my podcast, my blog, my writing. I made some cookies. <laughs> it's somebody's birthday and it's the holidays. And look at my dogs. Aren't they cute? That's literally it. And when I first, like I said, when I first started Facebook in 2006, it was like, my life is shit. I hate everything. Can this year be any worse? Why am I like this? Why did I join Facebook? These were like literally my posts. And, and I'm kind of glad that I don't have that old account anymore, to be honest, because it did remind me of all of the really horrible times that I had. And I never sugarcoated anything. If I was having a shit day, it was going to be posted on Facebook. I'm not going to have some happy face picture on there to pretend that my life is all peaches and cream. I will tell you how horrible it is. You never have to worry about me being a fake person online. <laughs> um, and I'm not being fake now. It's just that I'm just using it for positive stuff because the more negative I was, I was putting out there, the more negative I was getting back. I'm a firm believer of that. You don't have to be. It's totally cool. But I just, I knew that because I was so negative on that end, I was letting it all come back to me in a negative way. So, change of pace. That's the other thing. Um, I have noticed a lot of differences when it comes to religion. I do remember, I do see religion a little bit differently. I was raised Roman Catholic. I went to a Catholic school. I respect religions. I respect everybody's thoughts on it, but I'm a little bit more open with other alternative stuff because I've that's how I feel and what I was comfortable with. Fine. I have seen a lot more people be a little bit more open when it comes to the alternative religions. I know back then it was like new agey things, and now it's just more like earthy-based. You, you see more about the pagans and Wiccans and all the other ones in between. So I, I find that fascinating. I like to learn about that stuff. I, f I find religion fascinating in general just because there are so many out there. And, you know, I like just to learn about that stuff. Don't believe in every single one of them, obviously. But I just like to read about it and understand, like, where they're coming from. Because I don't think there's a lot of that understanding in everybody's life. But that's, you know, that isn't cool. <laughs> Everybody should be a little bit more understanding. And that your religion is the only, isn't the only one out there and be more accepting of those other religions. You don't have to push yours onto that person. Because I see a lot of uh, people with like, you know, Jesus is good, God is good, or whatever it is. And very, very in your face about stuff. And it's just like, okay, cool. I'm glad you're into that. But I'm not. And here we go. <laughs> but again, like I said, when I social media and even on this I don't want to get into that type of stuff but it is something that I've noticed a lot of like kind of like a, a switch and a little bit of a wave of change when it comes to that so I don't whether that's good or it's just another layer of confusion that's going to add to other things I don't really know but that's it remains to be seen in the long run I suppose in conclusion <laughs> I think that overall the impatience, 
of the masses, the soapboxes that we stand ourselves on behind closed doors and behind a PC screen, and the fact that we think that we know everything and that we get super, super insulted or hurt by people's opinions. I think those are the biggest things that I've seen a lot of change. You know, I think everybody needs to grow a thicker skin and just, you know, understand a joke. I think that the immediacy part of it is going to be a big thing. I think we all need to, like, simmer down and, you know, understand that things aren't going to be immediate for everything. And God forbid things happen and we don't have that immediacy anymore. What are we going to do? We need to understand what life would be like if we just didn't have that. So, and uh, also manners, like, <laughs> like, hey, just don't, st- I have a name. And if you don't know my name, it's like, excuse me, you know, hey, excuse or not, don't say, hey, God, I can't believe it. I'm like, I'm like turning into those people because everybody does it. It's like, excuse me, you know, instead of, hey, just stop that, please. Other than that, I think we're, I think I have changed for the good. I've had a very, very long and tenuous couple of years these last three years have been pretty hard for me emotionally physically mentally everything I just had a lot of stuff going on and it's still kind of going on and it's still kind of going on inside of me where I'm still kind of figuring all of that out but I think that I've I've grown in a good way and matured too when it comes to the emotional ideas because I think I was still very juvenile when it came to certain things because I didn't experience them I I lived in a bubble for a very long time and then when that bubble burst it it really rocked everything out of out of it it was just really bad it rocked my world is what I was going to say but in a bad way so yeah so I think I'm in a better place now still working not not 100% there I'm going in the right direction. So I'm really hoping that this, the podcast, the blog, writing is going to just help me grow as an individual, hopefully give you any type of like enjoyment out of any of this. I hope if I give you any laughs or just be like, she is absolutely ridiculous, then I've done my job. (laughs) And if you even like can just be sit there and be like, yeah, I remember that then cool. That's all that I wanted to accomplish. And again, it was just mainly because I wanted to explore other options uh, to expand my horizons when it came to being creative. There are so many other outlets that I just haven't really kind of um, explored. So this was kind of, this is an, an awesome way of, of exploring it. And I think that it might not take off it might not be the next trending podcast that I'll be rolling in the dough but it's for it's mainly for me and and for you for entertainment you know whether or not somebody stumbles upon this then hello and welcome please check out my other uh, episodes this is just some random one I figured I'd do at the end (laughs) I'm going to continue doing it because I love talking to myself it's cool (laughs) I've done it for a very long time so I think I'm pretty good at it I think it definitely helps. So, yeah.
So I know this episode was a little weird and a little all over the place, but I just kind of wanted to explore how I've changed and I've seen some change and maybe you've seen it too and how we, how it's been. I was going to touch upon some stuff with uh, raising kids in the nowadays rather than it was back in the day because, you know, I do have a 15-year-old son, but I feel like people get very, very uh, up at arms when you try and say like, oh, well, this it's this way or, or this is how I do it. And like you're trying to tell people how to be a parent. And I'm certainly not saying that to anybody. So I just kind of stayed away from that. It's definitely different. I'll just give that. I'll give you that. Um, and I homeschool my son. So it is different on that end anyway. So, yeah. So again, I was I just stayed away from it because I know it can be a little bit of a polarizing conversation. So again, I kind of try and keep it light and yeah, that's all. I don't really want to start any type of uh, debate with people because, like I said, this is all just supposed to be fun, and that's why I wanted to remain. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it was like a little over the place. I didn't have any notes on this. I figured I'll just wing it. This is going to be definitely longer because I'm just going off the cuff. And when I do that, it just, I go into like some like random stuff. So I apologize, but I hope I had some sort of like uh, linear conversation going. <laughs> so. so, yeah, so this is the end of the season. I will be starting up back up in January, like I said. So I hope you really enjoyed that. And if you are just picking this up now, please check out my other episodes I have an introductory one so you can kind of get a gist of where I was going with this and hopefully I'll have to like re-listen to that introduction to see if I actually accomplished any of it. <laughs> Either way, I feel like I've accomplished something. It's just, like I said, to help get myself to be more out there rather than, um, you know, behind a, a typewriter and angstily typing away at my, um, my lonely stories. So I figured this would be a nice dynamic. Well, I hope you, like I said, enjoyed this. Check out my other ones. Check out my blog, GabrielleCataldi.com. You can also get all of these episodes on Spotify, iTunes, Google, anywhere you get your uh, podcasts. If you did find this one on my website, you can definitely put in all of the other ones in a uh, your playlist so you can listen to all of them. So you can just put them into your Spotify if you haven't heard all of them. I am getting a little bit more listeners through Spotify, which is great, but a majority of my listeners are through the website. But I just wanted to remind you that if you just didn't know, it's there. So I look forward to getting back to this in the new year. I hope everybody enjoys their Halloween, their Thanksgiving, and their um, Merry Christmas <laughs> or um, Happy Yule, whatever you, whatever you actually um, celebrate. I hope you enjoy the holidays. And I'm looking, I'm looking forward to the Halloween season. I didn't really decorate this year. I, most of our decorations got destroyed in our, it was just over the years. We've had these, some of these decorations we had for very long and they kind of just disintegrated. They just didn't um, hold up to the move. So I only have like two cauldrons, a string of lights and a couple of pieces of skeleton. <laughs> it's sad, but uh, I'm definitely gonna go outside to give out candy. So looking forward to that. And I also watch all of my specials, especially the uh, Garfield Halloween special. So I'm looking forward to that. Enjoy your holidays. I will see you or I won't see you. 
but I will be talking to you again in the, in the new year. So I hope you enjoyed this this whole debacle that is the 80s child and my attempt to get a little bit more creative with what I believe is some sort of talent that I might have. Who knows? I think that it is. So I hope you enjoyed. And please, if you didn't listen to the other episode, please do. I, I really appreciate anybody who's listened. And thank you so much. So this is That 80s Child, The Generation Y, and this is Gabrielle Cataldi signing off. Bye.